0: Welcome to the shutdown Fullcast. cast. Uh, I am back. That, that I being Spencer Hall, uh, editor and founder of Every Day Should Be Saturday, also editorial of, edit, editorial director of SB Nation. Uh, joining uh, me from beautiful New York City, America's finest metropolis, that would be Ryan Nanny. Say hi, Ryan.
1: Shut up. <laughs> in new york just just, just stop it <laughs> concrete jungle rents five million bucks this is just this is just braves on mets jealousy going on here who this, is
2: your, this yeah, your, i don't i don't i don't i don't get that reference this is your favorite people, baseball
1: podcast byca- everyone is baseball still happening
0: you know what believe it or not it is man
2: Baseball it is seems like it is. Cause like a couple of days ago, there was something happening and everyone was like, my entire timeline is Mets. And I was like, I, I'll i take your word for it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm
0: seeing none of that myself.
1: Baseball is the, when your grandpa out of nowhere is like, I'm gonna run the half marathon this year. And you're like, wow, he's still out there. Okay.
0: Yeah. Guess we need to get some takeout. All right. going to be a minute. Get the camp chairs. going to be another two hours, Ooh. but he's still, still going,
1: still going, not quitting.
0: Yeah. Uh, in Kennesaw, Georgia, I, I believe we have uh, our college football editor and man about town. That'd be Jason Kirk. Hi, Jason.
2: Now, one thing I wonder is um, why, why do we have to to confirm?
0: Yeah, why?
1: Why my does it matter? Why does it matter where any of us are? This is an audio podcast that people listen to after the fact.
2: Well, I oh. think it's it's worth mentioning our locations. It just seems like no one can remember where I live.
1: Well, it is because you're outside and therefore potentially (laughs) anywhere. That's true. Anywhere it is night, you could be.
0: Also, we do this for media diversity requirements that someone not be in the New York uh, metropolitan area. Just to show that somebody working online does not, in fact, live in Brooklyn. We are only one-thirds Brooklyn.
1: I'm I'm, I'm quitting. I'm going to work at the Today Show. Fuck y'all. Hoda, Hoda respects me.
0: Hoda, I was gonna say, Hoda legit respects you.
1: And Hoda, which, Hoda and me are gonna go to Saints games. Fuck you.
0: Which one of us has been on the Today Show with Hoda? Which one of us has been touched by Hoda herself? Yeah, that's right. That'd be Ryan Nanny, not Jason Kirk and not Spencer Hall.
1: I would, but I would, I would legit love to see Jason on the Today Show. Thanks. He'd just be like, "Yeah,
2: I, things are fine." What, uh, what do they talk about on that show,
1: Hoda, What are we doing here? Is this live, Hoda, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get some breakfast.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, can we do this interview outside?
1: <laughs> and at the Today Show, you Fuck can. No, it's in
0: New York. I'm not going outside. <laughs> oh. There is no outside in New York. There's just varying degrees of inside. Even we when you're outside. Stand in a different canyon. Tell that to
1: several bodies in the East River,
0: sir. <laughs> you mean outdoor? You mean outdoorsman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You mean uh, you mean marine wildlife
1: <laughs> adventurers?
0: Adventurers
1: at the bottom I'm, of the sea.
0: I'm sorry, artisanal nappers, treasure hunters, treasure hunters, pioneers. New York invented dead bodies.
1: That's not far from true, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the grandest New York story I've ever heard, by the way, came from the memoir of a former medical examiner there. Who described a drunken incident between two men that resulted in one of them being kicked down a manhole cover? You haven't heard the story, have have you, Ryan? No.
1: This
0: is a great way to open and this up. This is
1: this is not Alexander Hamilton we're talking about.
0: Nope, nope, okay. nope. This is this isn't Hamilton Burr.
1: He was shot it, in New Jersey, so there. Was he? Yeah. They, they at the time dueling was illegal in New York, so they had to go to New Jersey where it was still legal, <laughs> of course.
0: I think from from what I understand, <laughs> Pretty sure it, it still is. Yeah, from what I understand of the Rutgers Athletic Program. (laughs)
1: Woo-ha! Topical. Topical.
0: Just taking that on-ramp. What's your story, though? But the medical examiner, this is a great story to open a college football podcast, the medical examiner's memoir, detailed the worst death she had heard of, which was this guy getting into a fight with another dude and kicking him into a manhole, an empty manhole, right? An uncovered manhole. And the guy falls... 30 feet or 20 feet, something like that, all the way down into a steam pipe, right? Like basically into this like steam pipe. And the steam pipe is like 300 degrees coming out of the pipe. And it boils him alive. But it takes like two to three hours and he knows what's happening. And EMTs can't get to him and no one from Con Ed can shut it off. Which, if you've been to New York, you could totally believe that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a reason that the Ghostbusters posed his con Ed successfully in Ghostbusters 2.
0: Exactly, digging through a street into that river of slime. <laughs> it was like that. Instead of slime, it was steam, and the guy knew exactly what was happening to him the entire time.
1: What it was what was the other guy doing?
0: The other guy, probably sitting there going J E T S. He was probably thinking about Rutgers football because that's a Rutgers town.
1: Eli fucking sucks. <laughs> and this week he does. Oh, my God. We're talking about baseball and the NFL. Shut the studio down.
0: Did you Did you agree with me, by the way, that every New York Daily – every New York Post headline is basically Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Uh, like, like, I, like, Eli's I, a dope. I did
1: until I believe it was Draplay Dave on Twitter pointed out that Jim Tomsula, the San Francisco 49ers coach, looks exactly like Carl from Aqua <laughs> <laughs> Like, down to the tracksuit.
0: Oh, God, right down to the tracksuit. Oh. Right, right down Boy. to the like, I can't watch porn on the internet anymore. I'm just numb. <laughs> numb, I've seen it all. <laughs> this is allegedly a college football <laughs> podcast. So, we really should begin talking with that. I asked Jason what he wanted to speak on, and um, you you mentioned Texas, did you not? We got to shit on Texas, Spencer. Okay, <laughs> why why we why we got to shit on Texas today? They've already had plenty of trouble. Did well, some, boys, did, there, did, did, did something happen this morning? I got to tell you, there there is there is a fresh reason to shit on Texas.
2: Um, you know there there are the well worn reasons they're bad at sports. Um, at least the sports I'm aware of. Uh, so on and so forth. But the latest reason is that athletic director, Steve Patterson, is uh, he's off to the great branding convention in the sky.
0: Oh. I'm going to miss him. Now, would you please bring everybody up to speed on why this matters uh, for football and may- maybe who Steve Patterson is. I- I'll help you out with this one because there's-, there's some fun details. Well, the, the, the background
2: is he's, he comes to us from professional sports, which is highly evident in, uh, his wide range of choices. And the, uh, even before he came aboard at Texas, the, you know, the, the word from the Pacific Northwest where he had been the Blazers president, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, was that he's, you know, some combination of an asshole and incompetent. (laughs) Uh, there was a story that in one of the papers from his main nemesis, whichever paper that, uh, they broke some news at some point, and he lined everyone in the, in the department up and berated them uh, about who leaked the story. And the reporter came out and said, well, actually, you just left the paper on the
0: fax machine. Which he did. In fact, can I give you my favorite? This is from, from uh, I believe, uh, it's a Jeff Canzano, uh, which is they, they, a writer – or John Canzano was a writer for the Oregonian – Ah, uh, my favorite detail from that story. Okay, besides the fact that when Steve Patterson, who born on, as Bomani Jones said, born on third base because his dad worked for the Rockets,
1: and then ran to second.
0: Yep, and then ran back to second, and, and then sold first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ninety-five Sto- stole first, and then went right back to home. Uh, he came into the Blazers. They had when by the time he left, they had missed the playoffs for the first time in two decades. They had the worst record in the NBA. They were last in revenues. Um, they even bankrupted the arena, the Rose Garden in Portland. He fired like 100, according to Kanzano, 108 people. And um, in addition to this, my favorite detail from this, from this is the guy who Texas hired to run the most profitable uh, and largest athletic department in the nation. Okay? If you don't know, go to UT's campus. Okay? Their facilities are bonkers. They are Roman in scale. They are gigantic, okay? That they ever lose a game is absurd. We're believable now after the past five or six years. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it makes sense at this point. But it, may, it does make sense. But this is my favorite quote from this John Canzano article. That Miles fiasco caused Patterson to rush back early from a trip to Texas to perform a crisis management news conference in which the dolt read, from a teleprompter at halftime of a Blazers game, remembering to, quote, smile, unquote, and, quote, smile bigger, unquote, when it directed him to do so. He pulled the John L. Smith. That's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) So this this is who Texas hired to be their athletic director. And to his credit, he made two really good hires. He hired Charlie Strong, and he hired Shaka Smart. Who you do have to feel oh, bad man. bad for at this point, right? He
1: has not has not even coached a game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ooh, it, it, uh, it, it, if, if he's as smart as his name suggests, is probably not even uh, finished, uh, you know, unpacking. Yeah, like he's oh, probably hey, still I'm, surveying I'm, the landscape. I've
1: been staying in an extended stay. I haven't. Oh no, house. Come on now, don't rush coach. This. When
2: are you going to decorate your office? Ah. Real busy out
1: here recruiting. My real estate agent, Dana Holgerson. So this could take a while.
0: <laughs> Can I put it this way, though? He's coming from Richmond. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow.
0: And then he I, I, moved. To, and then he moved to Austin.
2: Like I, the, I think my favorite thing about the, the Patterson memorials is, you know, we look at all the the tone deaf decisions this guy's made, alienating boosters and everyone in Austin can't stand him, and the the discord and the rumors of uh, of further discord and all this stuff, and like you know the fans hate him. He's he's char- he's jacking up the prices and uh, monetizing everything, and he's this branding robot and all this stuff and. People want to say – not that you did this, Spencer, but people want to say that, yeah, well, he made two good hires, so – but, like, how fucking hard is that at Texas?
0: No, that's my point. I don't think it was that hard. He didn't screw that up. He would have been even more grandiosely incompetent if he had.
1: This was the problem with Steve Patterson. He didn't act rich. Like, if you're the Texas athletic director, you need to act rich.
0: You need to not you need to not charge coaches for meals at you, the cafeteria need, which is what they did.
1: You need to not charge visiting band members tickets to get into the and, game. And
0: they are,
2: say oh well they do that at Texas Tech or you know or whatever.
1: Right cuz Texas Tech is not rich. Act ri- like Steve Patterson was the millionaire who was still driving like a
2: 1994 Volvo. This is why DeLos Dodds was the perfect AD for Texas. Because that was just a swagger and swinging dick who would talk shit about the SEC, talk shit about A&M, and, uh, you know, say, uh, I believe the quote was, we don't keep up with the Joneses, we are the Joneses. Which is accurate when you're Texas. Be that guy. Don't be like, you know, yeah, yeah. The Patterson thing is he, he was seemingly convinced that Texas was going broke, And that he needed to squeeze Mm. every penny from Mm. every butt crack in the area in which, you know, that tends to go the wrong way. And fans stop showing up to games, which they never stick around long anyway. So you really need to get them in there while you can.
1: Like he should be the AD at Maryland or Hawaii (laughs) Hawaii or something. some place where you ain't got money. Some place where Patterson you gotta can, cut these corners.
2: He's gonna write this Hawaii ship, See, man. I, they would hate him so much. Hey,
1: man, we're keeping the training table, but it's only American cheese slices. Can you imagine? From now on?
2: Hawaiians trying to put up with this dude?
0: <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> you discovered the ugly side of island life real fast. Dog, dog, the, dog, the bounty hunter. Why are you at the Hawaii football facility? Well. AD's missing. <laughs> We're looking for suspects. Long way from the mainland, bro. How many do we have? 82. There's 82 suspects, at least. Yeah, well, this we is, saved $18 this month. I see. I think it's something different, though. It wasn't that he was acting like Texas was poor. He is one of these, like, fractional morons who decides that because he views everything through this, like, 1980s, 1990s gauze of... Act like everyone's a shareholder. Mm. He's only thinking about the stock price. So, because he has no talent and because he has no actual ability to create anything, all someone like Steve Patterson can do is look at the Texas Athletic Department and try to create artificial value, right? That's it. He's right. just trying to create artificial value from something. Well, I saved
1: us $720,000 this quarter.
0: It is. Like, that's the guy, and everyone has had this manager. Everyone has had this absolutely worthless manager who creeps into organizations where N is larger than like 20, right? Where you get this person who's inherently valueless who comes in, takes a spreadsheet and chops it up 80 ways and goes, look, we're so diversified and we've got so much more value. Now that I've made the baseball team take a nine-hour bus trip to Texas Tech instead of flying.
1: This person emails you to confirm that you got their previous email.
0: Multiple times. Yeah. If that. In addition to that, this person usually lacks people skills, and that's why they don't last very long. But usually, catch a nice bonus on the way out. Which, if the buyout is correct, that's about six million dollars for, <laughs> for uh, Steve Patterson. And so, that is
1: acting rich, Texas.
0: That's, that's how you do it. That's they how were you act rich. this thing.
1: They could have, like, if I'm if I'm correcting the facts here, his contract had no buyout, correct?
0: Uh, correct.
1: So they could have just said, "Hit the fucking bricks." But Texas acted rich and said, "We'll pay you to leave, even though we don't have to, because we're that's how rich we are." That's
0: just that's so getting, that that getting back to tradition. You.
1: That is that is giving that is that is being so rich that you give somebody a two hundred dollar tip as a fuck you.
0: They should do this next year. They should just Texas pay every, back. <laughs> they should just pay every Big Twelve opponent a bonus for playing them, <laughs> even though they're it. even though they're not like obligated to do that. Even, at all. The, like,
1: even the away games,
0: right? The, like Chopin up in Manhattan, Kansas he buys your band new instruments. Mm-hmm. Like Charlie Strong goes out there and peels off a couple of hundreds and gives them to Bill Snyder, and you know what? Bill Snyder's taking those and he's putting them right in the bank.
1: Just Nino Brown it. <laughs> exactly. I think he's
0: burying them in his backyard. I, I think Bill
2: Snyder's got like a just a, a like a, the septic tank is just full of millions of dollars.
0: <laughs> Don't flush. It doesn't flush. My banks. money down there. It's full the, of gold. The banks tore us apart in the in the teens. <laughs> I'm with Bill Snyder though, man. Platinum only in the backyard. Just me, Ron Swanson, and Bill Snyder. Totally going back to the silver standard. The other thing that we need to talk about that's a disaster, which, by the way, just before we finish that up, this is not totally bad for Charlie Strong, right? Like, nobody blames Charlie Strong here. Charlie Strong is not in trouble because you'd have to be an idiot to blame him for the mess that Texas is in, correct? I feel like the hot seat
2: talk with Charlie is pretty premature anyway. Yes, it's Texas, and the expectations are through the roof and all that, but... I mean the change the change of the AD to me that doesn't make it any less ridiculous of an idea to fire him after 2 years
1: It does it does constrain it does sort of shorten that timeline though a little sure, bit Sure sure
2: it takes it down from maybe you know if this year's not good, maybe it takes it down from four years a, to three. Yeah, or or you need a really good, th- or you need a decent three. To now you need a really good three. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it, it, it does. So it's just stupid, to, you know, to talk about firing a coach after two seasons unless like something illegal is happening or they well, win or no they, games or something like that.
0: But or this or if they hire if they hire an athletic director, and I'm going to present to you a very real scenario. Are you prepared? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They hire an athletic director stupider than Steve Patterson.
2: <gasps> George O'Leary.
0: The man <laughs> wants
2: to get into the business. He does.
0: Entirely <laughs> possible. Or can I give you another scenario, which is realistic? And sure. I don't mean stupider. I just mean a more wrong choice. Mm-hmm. And that would be the notion of Mac Brown coming back as athletic director. <gasps> which was
2: the very first name that anyone mentioned. First. First Bruce name. Felton reported that
0: there are people who would like Mac Brown to be in charge of Charlie Strong. Which puts Charlie Strong in the position of having a boss who created the mess he's trying to clean up. Yeah, and who has already publicly said that he does not feel responsible for that mess. For
1: said mess, yeah. Oh, God. He's, oh, so, so there's a, what you're telling me.
0: Is Have you seen, a, he, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and pleased to bring Major Applewhite back to the University of Texas as head coach.
1: He'll also be our sex ed instructor.
0: <laughs> oh my. Oh my.
2: <laughs> Google it.
0: Major Applewhite sex. Google. And now my history's ruined. There's no way this
2: isn't ending in a Barry Alvarez situation.
1: That's what I was about to say. We could have Barry Alvarez coaching against Mac Brown in a bowl game. (laughs) In 2016.
0: I believe I'd be the cactus bowl. (laughs) Old Mac had to come out and clean this up himself. That's right. I'm Barry Alvarez and I'm Mac Brown. We're never dying. Neither of us. (laughs) All right, I think that's enough on Texas. Um, We have another mess to clean up, which is uh, a, a mess near and dear to the heart of everyone who listens to this broadcast because we're all members of the Auburn family, whether we like to admit it or not. And that makes us all in, and that means we are all in the same mess that is Auburn 2015. Inexplicably, the Tigers have completely collapsed, nearly losing to Jacksonville State, being taken to overtime by the Gamecocks. And yet, despite winning, horrifying anyone watching this game. Um, Bill C. attempted to answer this today on SBNation.com, which you should go read. It's a fine website. But, I, Jason, just what the hell's wrong with Auburn? This was a team that was supposed to be, on paper, perfect.
2: Yeah, if only was someone, only someone out there could have foreseen that, uh, if the backup quarterback did not start over last year's starting quarterback he might not necessarily be an upgrade if only someone had said that like 10 times all offseason maybe be, maybe would we that be,
0: could would that be
2: Jason Kirk I, I i might i might have have stumbled upon that i i don't think i i said it um enough apparently but like the idea that we're surprised that hey the new quarterback there's some bumps i mean it, that's what happens but, like anytime there's a new quarterback anywhere it's a roll of the dice. You know, and there's a reason he didn't play, you know, all that much the last two years. And yes, he's been a little bit unlucky, but uh, I think the the number of interceptions he's thrown, it's it's not unfair. It's it's not uh, misrepresentative, if that's a word. Look, look, you know, and then, then, hey, hey, it's and a then also it's a, the it's a word. it's a word in Georgia, so
0: we're just gonna use it. All
2: right. And then also, you know, the idea that Will Muschamp, who is a good defensive coordinator and who has a lot of talent to work with, um, that he's gonna be able to flip a defense in year one. You know that that's a roll of the dice too. Seems like it's worked at Texas A and with John Chavis, but it doesn't always work. Uh, and we've seen an Auburn offense that's very su- su- susceptible to uh, to running quarterbacks so far. Which hey, there's some more of those on the way in the SEC West.
1: You know, I'm looking at the Auburn schedule here. They got to go to LSU next, and that is a loss if if it comes to pass. That I think Auburn fans will be upset by but it is within the realm of acceptable outcomes for them. Even at the beginning of the season, going to Baton Rouge is not an easy task. If LSU is actually as good as they potentially looked at times against Mississippi State, you sort of say, that's okay. I'm looking three weeks after that, when
0: they go, <laughs> when they
1: go to Kentucky. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh,
1: oh. And I'm just going to tell you right now, if they lose a night game at Kentucky, it's just going to be bad. It's just oh, going to be deliciously, deliciously bad.
0: It's like, going it's, it's to heat up fast.
1: Gus Malzahn is going to suddenly realize how Gene Chizik went from national championship winner to persona non grata. Because it happened so quick in Auburn. So, 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 so quick.
2: I like the idea of trying to break down that matchup for Auburn of Kentucky. Like, uh, yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the way Kentucky plays, it's real problem for uh, <laughs> certainly some Auburn weakness. I bet. Um, mm, I know a lot about Kentucky and what they're good at.
1: Uh, <laughs> I've definitely watched Kentucky games. Um, I've watched their quater- a lot. their guys, quarterback.
0: Go, uh, guys, go get, seem to know his name. go get some film. Go get some film. Patrick Toll's go get some film that right now. Tim yeah. Couch, that I mean, Tim, he's, a, that he's t- just a great quarterback for them.
1: That Tim Couch is a senior leader.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you want to know when a coach hasn't watched any film? It's when he says this. He does a lot for what they ask of him in that system. That means they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they have to watched
2: the film. Yet, I don't know what they ask of him. He does a lot of it,
0: though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but, whatever whatever they ask of him, he's but, um he's comfortable. That's what he is. He's comfortable.
1: What I like about envisioning Auburn losing to Kentucky on the road is. Nine days after that, they get to play at Arkansas, the other sad sack in the SEC West this week.
0: Oh, man, that is a hell of a transition, Ryan.
1: Let me, let me tell you what I have seen in my perusings of Arkansas message boards for this week in Schadenfreude coming to oh, you uh, soon.
0: No, do, do tell.
1: Uh, there's a combination of things demanding that Arkansas no longer play in Little Rock. This game that they just lost to Toledo mm-hmm. was played in War Memorial Stadium. A lot mm-hmm. of people think that's just you know, you know it's t- a
2: den t- of Mac hostility. Salino's
1: going to have a natural advantage in Little Rock. We all know that. He's just Bill Clinton was so beloved in that state. Uh, and then you have a lot of people who are are already saying like we were sold a bill of, gold, a bill of goods with Brett Bielema. We were we were we were treated mistreated. We were tricked. <laughs> And the best the best comments I have seen are the ones that say Houston Nut doesn't lose that game.
0: Oh, which wow, wow, wow. disagree. First, first of all, disagree. First of all, disagree. Houston Nut was capable of losing any game.
1: Because here is the thing: lots of lots of fan bases like to hearken back to. Uh, coach from, uh, let's say, 10 to 15 years ago who still is alive slash somewhat active in, in in the college football landscape and say, we need to get that coach back. It's happening with Auburn fans and Tommy Tuberville. But, I mean, the, the problem with doing it with Houston Nutt is you might accidentally secret that into reality. Because everybody talks about it, you know, Butch Davis needs to come back to Miami. Butch Davis probably isn't going to come back to Miami. He's just not. But if Houston not got that call, he's on a plane.
0: Yeah, he's he already, he's already, he already do, is on a plane. He's, he's circling. Co-
1: the mere fact that we've talked about it.
0: So no, man, he might seriously. He might be like the lawnmower man. He might be in your mainframe.
1: Oh my god! I,
0: I think he's like that dude who jumped out of the jumped out of space for
2: Red Bull. He's just <laughs> in a satellite, <laughs> always, always over just the, the heart of America, and he's got like a zip suit kind of thing, or he just. Poof, the wings pop out and he can sail in the direction of any campus that needs him.
1: Well, yeah, Houston, we've uh, just found out that the Illinois job is open.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, heard,
1: I heard that. Hold 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 for a minute though. I want to see what's happening in Arkansas. Happen gives you wings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, like it sounds like he's got a switchboard. Yeah. He's just up he's just up there like Thunderbird five, man.
1: I still think if, I got it, a shot at the Notre Dame job. <laughs>
0: If anyone gets that Thunderbird Five reference, please email me so we can be friends.
1: Please, no. Please write you a letter.
0: Write me a letter, <laughs> and go ahead and please explain it to me. God, too. you're old. Seal it with, as hell. Seal it with wax.
1: You're so old. Mallard so, made a Mister Mom joke this week, and I wanted to smack him.
0: Oh yeah. man! See, I'm hoping that my my kids actually got into Thunderbirds. That's how I know about you know 1960s sure. puppets, sure. Super Mario Nation. Okay. The. The other thing with Arkansas, here's what I do not understand is how quickly they turned into Stanford East, right? Like the, the team that was a power running team that when it got in the red zone, just took a nap.
1: I, I, I'll, give you, I'll give you two words that might help. Dan Enos. Is that because <laughs> that was the pick? He is, to, he is the offensive coordinator now. A man who was basically going to get fired at Central Michigan and said, no, I'm gone.
0: Yeah, and decided to not become a head coach in order to become a coordinator.
1: If you're listening to your queatery, I'm so, so sorry.
0: I'm yeah, so, so, sorry. Yeah, this our friend Chris, who is a fan of both teams, and <sighs> managed to get the Dan Enos curse transferred. My, this is, by the way, my, my coordinator contagion theory. Dan Enos, won one for one there. And can we think of another new coordinator who joined a team and whose team instantly died on offense? hmm, that we were just discussing hmm. a new coordinator who was a head coach this this feels just,
1: this feels petty of you
0: it's so petty of I, me I, I agree i mean he's not even in charge of that side you don't know he that got, he got paid millions of dollars for me to be able to have the right to insult him about this so he, you, can, you, he can you paid him millions he's still you just take he's, it he's still getting paid yeah He's still getting paid. Yeah, yeah. The yeah.
1: Florida Alumni Association calls Spencer every week, and they're like, hey, man, you owe your $7. Everybody's got to pitch in.
0: Hey, all this all this money goes somewhere.
1: I know we didn't read the contract that closely, but it's on everyone.
0: Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine the reaction if Florida actually was like, can you write a check to Will Muschamp?
1: The Gator Nation is everywhere, and that makes debt collection a real son of a bitch.
0: I would drive down there like it was the sequel to Fury Road. It would be ugly, and it would be swift. Um it would be me being tased by several University of Florida police officers. In my Exactly. <laughs> Witness me. <laughs> tased. <laughs> Holding a big hungry Howie's pizza. <sighs> That's how we die in Gainesville. The, but this is, this is it. I think that you get certain guys who – and this is another like theory I have that I can't quite confirm – which I really want to get some hard numbers behind, but which I swear is true. If you have real serious offensive trouble the first couple of games of the season, it, it, it don't get a lot better. It does not improve. You're, you're done. You're, you're pretty bad. You know, if, there's,
2: if there's some sort of uh, you got a young quarterback or you're starting a bunch of freshmen or something like that, but those don't apply to Arkansas. <laughs> Neither no. of those apply at all to Arkansas' but, but, offense. Know, if
0: you come out with some measure of experience the first couple of games, like the first, say, quarter of the season, and you are butt on offense, you just stay butt. It's just 100% butt the whole time. Arkansas could get better on defense,
2: but I mean, they did just hold a team to 16 points and lose. So that's at, not the problem.
0: At home at home
2: 16 points including the intentional safety no 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 the intentional safety was in arkansas's favor
0: that
1: that said the one team that does sort of fly in the face of your if your offense struggles early you're done that would be auburn like both times that auburn has played for the national championship (laughs) at the beginning of the year we were like "Mm, i don't know about this
0: yeah, and offense. in
2: both of those cases, we're talking about new quarterbacks. Right. That, yeah,
0: yeah. And there's just, there's
2: just no hope here for Arkansas. This is
0: also true. Do you remember who gave Auburn their legit toughest game? In, that who? In, it, that would be Kentucky. Kentucky. Remember Kentucky. Wait, which held year? Them,
1: which You talking the, about the Cam? The Cam dude. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the wrong year. All right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cam uh, Cam against Kentucky struggled. Like, if you look at the numbers that offense put up, it was not good.
2: It was I The whole beginning was, of the year was rough.
0: The Clemson game went to, like, triple overtime. So basically we're saying Auburn's going to win the national title and Arkansas is going to win another two games.
2: There is an inverse relationship between how good Auburn looks in September and in January, so move all your chips all in. Warrior. But Ar- Arkansas,
0: you are cooked. Con- congratulations.
1: War Memorial Stadium.
0: May- maybe not hire Dan Enos. Just, just kind of kind kind of, kind of a guess there.
2: Just try not to do that anymore.
0: <laughs> try not to do that anymore, buddy. Uh, so I think we are ready for reader questions in week three, which I think we can pepper in a little bit. If you uh, gentlemen would ready your reader questions, I have mine on deck. If I take yours, I'm very sorry. I'm not really very sorry. No, you're not. No. But uh, I wanted to start with, uh, let's see. I did ask for for wildlife management questions, and somebody, of course... Had to write this, which is, at the University of Florida at the Dairy Queen on Archer Road. This is from Danny Will Says on Twitter. Uh, saw a guy with two pet raccoons in his truck. Seen anything stranger? Well, besides Toledo meeting Arkansas. No! Oh, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> oh, hitting the button on this sound effects board here now. Uh, oh, my. Oh, yeah. oh my uh yeah i have i have in florida at at university of florida have i seen anything stranger than a guy with two pet raccoons in his truck no i mean that's pretty good now ryan has go ahead
1: can i ask a follow-up question how do you know they're pets
0: yeah maybe
2: they're just random maybe they have (laughs) leashes maybe they have saddles maybe maybe they have sweaters maybe they're just hop-ons maybe
1: this is florida
2: maybe those raccoons are holding
1: this man
0: hostage that's what? true. Just with this ATM card, yeah. <laughs> drive to the next ATM. Maybe they're driving.
1: See if this Dairy Queen has an ATM. If it doesn't, get us a dipped cone anyway.
0: Maybe they can talk.
1: Oh yeah, raccoons in Florida can definitely talk.
0: Maybe that's what. Got, maybe that's what. What's got Jim McElwain heated? He's being like extorted by the raccoon mafia of Alachua County. He did kind of look like he had one in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he he might have. That's what he should have. Should just come out in the press conference and gone. Real sorry about blowing up a Kelvin Taylor. I had a case of the Gainesville pants raccoons.
2: please kill me. <laughs> My favorite thing about that whole thing was once you heard the audio, it's kind of like, oh, he's cussing because it looked like he's going wreck reckon 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 like he's making cartoon cussing noises.
1: God bless America, you can't make those decisions Oh, Snapple craps <laughs> heck biscuits
0: <laughs> yeah no he he no. wasn't saying no. he wasn't he wasn't saying heck biscuits which no. you know he he did work for Saban, so that's yeah, what I was thinking yeah, the whole yeah. time. I was like, oh, good. We have another fiery coach who's out of control and mad at one particular unit. This is going to work out real well. Thanks, yes. Jeremy Foley. Yes. Be great.
1: This is, why doesn't Jeremy Foley just stress test these guys beforehand?
0: Nope, nope. You know how – remember the, the stat about the average American spending 20 minutes to buy a car? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what I'm hearing is –
2: you need more of a chill head coach who maybe also has that Sabin influence in him. Don't do uh, this. Got the Saban excellence? No, don't do nope, this. Don't no. do this. But a little less likely to blow up don't, on a player. Don't do this. Just the, the type of coach who just, you know, takes it easy. And if he's got a problem with you... He'll just tell you in a really, really, I'll a
1: kick, really smart-ass way. I'll kick you I'm off this call. Seriously, I'm going to drive
0: to Kennesaw and kick you in the dick with a raccoon. I mean, <laughs> I Bama, put up, Bama put up a, a, a will, number of points last don't,
1: week. Don't do this. Don't do On this. Offense.
0: Listen, we're going to do this. For the next coach that Florida hires, one, we're not going to let Jeremy Foley do it. And two— we're going to get one of those security lines, like they have at the airport, and we're going to swipe your hands instead. Instead of explosives, we're going to test for were you a Nick Saban assistant. Ooh, That's oh. it.
1: Oh, it's coming up positive for rage. I need to take you into the yeah. side side room. Pat you down. There's, there's a
0: dusting of little Debbie crystals. <laughs> a little bit, a little. There's a little bit of failed NFL coach on here. We're gonna have to oh, take boy. you to the side.
1: But I'm Mike Riley. Doesn't matter, sir. I'm sorry.
0: Sorry, there's, Don, there's Dante Culpepper in the sample. <laughs> Going to have to sort for that. The uh, other question that I had from a reader was this, and it was from uh, Connor, Connor underscore Cape on Twitter, which God, is... you've taken
1: two of my questions.
0: What's the maddest you... Well, we, that means you have an answer for this, in yeah, a good way. That's, that's true. What's the maddest you've ever been at a college football game? How did you handle your frustration? The maddest I've ever been at a college football game was... Uh, 2006, Florida-Auburn, at Auburn. We lose when Auburn does that like coupon football thing and blocks a punt and strangles Florida's offense in the second half. It's the only game I've ever left early. I left 38 seconds or something before the end. And I just walked out. I walked longer than I needed to get to my car. Like I walked all the way through Auburn and back. I wasn't ready to drive. I would have killed somebody.
1: Okay, uh, mine is 2003 Florida at Miami uh, game where Florida blew, I believe, a three score lead. Yep, yep, uh, yep. And with with Brock Berlin to Brock Berlin, their former yep. their former backup former backup to Rex Grossman, uh, who Gator chomped uh, after the victory, uh, and the people I was with and myself were so mad that rather than stay in the accommodations that we had already secured in South Florida, we drove all the way back to Gainesville that night. It's not a short drive.
0: No, it's no, it's not it's a, a short drive. It's a very, very long drive. Jason, uh, I know you're 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 past football. You, you no longer you no longer get hurt. He
2: transcends anger, which is which uh, as a, as the Doctor Manhattan of of um, <laughs> college football fandom.
1: And he says I, that because he's not wearing a shirt.
2: Yeah, he's giant, and also <laughs> he's I'm, I'm he's only playing. wearing I'm only wearing a tiny triangle <laughs> yeah, that, that someone told me I should wear because I didn't know otherwise. Um. Yeah, I've never been mad about a college football game that I can oh, recall. Man. Like, I, I, like, you know, my various rooting interests have been
0: disappointed. Um, no, this, I, is not, this is not right. You've been, I, you've, go been ahead. Bit, you've been bitter over a game. You've been disappointed and bitter over the outcome of a game. I know uh, you have. A Michigan State game, a Georgia Tech game. There's been a game where you've you've been infuriated at the end. I
2: probably know the closest was probably towards the end of my Georgia Tech fandom uh when it was uh let's see, it was Georgia at Tech. Uh it might have been oh eight, oh nine, something like that. Um where if I recall, it was Tech was driving to take the to win in the last minute, Demarius Thomas, the uh first round wide receiver from the option offense, which that at that time uh sounded like the most amazing thing in the world. Uh I think he dropped one or two passes that would have set tech up to win and i remember being pretty upset about that i don't remember i don't remember this kind of anger
0: though I'm, i it, i'm i just
2: don't have anything to
0: offer here i did, this is the bitter the, the bitterest thing about my 2006 florida auburn experience the maddest i have ever been at a game it involved will muschamp
1: i i was also at that game with a friend who went to florida but grew up an auburn fan and as auburn kicked the game-winning field goal she put her hands in the air and cheered for them and I, <laughs> I, I just i understand that auburn is once it's like herpes you don't ever get rid of it but did it have to flare up then
0: i mean what's what's more all in than herpes
1: <sighs> that's true
0: yeah it's it all is in there. all in you it is all on
1: all, all, all under? All,
0: all on? Uh, all around? Yep. And, around. And
1: much like Auburn football, you don't know when it's going to flare up.
0: No. There's no, no predicting.
1: Idea.
0: Right now, Auburn's pretty dormant. But in two or three weeks, Ooh. just when you don't want it to pop up, boom. And as we've said, you know, the,
2: the more the more vigorous activity it gets, the more, it's just going to get hotter and hotter.
0: <laughs> 50, 50 points of cold sores. That's what Gus Malzahn's promising in November.
1: This uh this Auburn's just on your face, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did you did you catch Auburn type A or type B? Ooh, <laughs> type C. Er, that's C for Cam. <laughs> that's the worst kind of Auburn. You're not beating that. That's type for C this, haters. Chiswick. I got that type Chiswick. Yeah, there you go. That type chisic. Um Ryan, do you have any uh any questions I didn't take?
1: Barely. Um All right, let's go with this one from our good friend, Peter Burks, at Peter Burks. Uh, He wants to know, which animal is the most likely to be police, dogs excluded? I will take the obvious answer, horses. Horses are super likely to
0: be police. No, too skittish.
2: Yeah, I mean, horses are often used by
0: police, but I don't think they're all that happy about it. Um, I I got one answer. Cats.
1: How are cats gonna be police?
0: No. No cats follow Jesus. First of all, cats are snitches. They follow the rules. Cats follow follow their own rules. What are you talking about? Do you know what a cat Do you know what a cat is? Cops cats cover their evidence. Cats right? work entirely solo though. Cats no, they work set up and they work together. You, you're just they just want you to think they work solo, that they're the lone wolf. Nope. We have one cat and she's she's an asshole. Look, I'll all give all by you, herself.
2: I'll give
1: you cats- this. Cats could be a Philly D E A agent, but cats <laughs> cats are not police.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, cats are police. They are totally police.
1: God, this is so wrong. This is so wrong.
2: This
0: is ridiculous.
2: I'm I'm going to go gorillas. Gorillas are cops. I
1: will also say, I I will also say, domesticated snakes could be police. Because you think like, oh, we have a good relationship. As a taxpayer, I feed this. I feed this police snake. You know, mice and shit like that, and we're good. But if 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 push comes to shove. This snake has not got your back. Yeah,
2: and it's you say, oh well, the snake, the, the snake is keeping me free of uh, a, a spider. I saw right. it eat a spider one time, so <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's keeping this neighborhood clear of that spider. Mm-hmm. That's So it. we need we need to make it grow really huge yeah. and powerful.
0: A cat's, cat's going to eat you three hours after you die.
1: And nobody kills, and nobody like actually, you know, gets like punishes their snake. They just get rid of it, and that's like how you know. Bad cops, they just become security somewhere.
2: I don't know. Yeah, that that might be a point in favor of a cat. Because what can you do to punish a cat? All you can do is like try to make it leave the room, and then it'll come back. Exactly. <laughs> That's paid leave is all that is.
1: Internal <laughs> cat fares.
2: Exactly. Let's,
0: <laughs> let, let's, go through, let's go through other qualifiers, okay? Other okay. qualifications for being a cop. Okay. Do cats sometimes just come in your house without permission? Yes.
1: Do, so, do cats sometimes get fat for no reason?
0: Yes. Oh yeah! Please, okay. Do cats cats shit wherever they please? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They certainly pee wherever they please. Uh, that happens.
1: Do cats have an amazing union? No.
0: Apparently, only eat like meat and high, and super high fructose treats. Yes.
1: <laughs> I think I actually think cats are more likely to be the correctional officers of the animal kingdom.
0: Okay. Are, yeah, do cats do cats recognize you as people? Mm. No, no, <laughs> oh, no, not really.
1: Cats take what they want from you, but not because they're selfish. Just to prove that they have power over you. That's well, why at cats times, are more. Cats
2: do have very conscious
0: outreach programs, such as when they specifically want something from you. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. And do they do they just randomly appear and accost you all the time?
1: No, these are COs. These are not police officers. These are because I'll give you that.
0: She should come up with an animal that makes absolutely no, like platypus. Here's, platypus the, here's, totally police.
1: here's the other difference. Police come and go. COs are with you all the time. And that's mm. a cat.
2: Yeah.
1: You can't, even, you can't even shower without a cat being like, hey, what you up to
2: in there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Our cat goes outside and, and leaves, and I don't know where she goes, and she comes back hours later. That She's also on patrol, sounds, though. She's also, on patrol. That's what that it is. also
1: sounds like a CO. Oh my God! That's yeah, true. You're next, just gonna, also, you're
2: just going to see her in a couple
0: hours. Next, also, next time you
1: guys come up, we're going to Rikers. We're gonna have a great time.
0: If you're really in so trouble. to look at all the cats, <laughs> yeah. If you're really in trouble, how long does it take a uh, cat to show up? Who oh, wants? it's going to be a while. Wow.
2: It's
1: going to be a while.
0: <laughs> you never really know. Yeah,
1: cat
0: might not now show a dog, up. At all.
2: So what's a dog? Is a dog a fireman then? Yeah.
0: Firefighter. Excuse dog me? is a dog is a totally the firefighter. Yeah. And yeah, I, and I think like right, right down to the love of booze, pooping at random places, sometimes getting too rambunctious and breaking stuff. That's firefighters. <laughs> if you ever hung out around them,
1: that's fire why firefighters hydrant. have dogs.
0: Is it's a fire hydrant thing? It's not just a I cartoon mean, thing. No, so. no, no offense, y'all. Maybe not super bright, <laughs>
2: but love colors and sounds.
0: And will save your save your ass, but yeah. just totally loyal, brave, strong. Maybe not real bright. Will totally save your ass when it's necessary. The, That's the best
2: dumb. of their genre.
0: Yeah, exactly. The best of their genre, the firefighter. Whereas the pet bird's a paramedic. It shows up when you're in trouble, looks at you and goes, "Wow,
1: who? I birds. can't. I can't do anything here. Look you, at that. You, sh- you shouldn't. <laughs> have, you shouldn't have stabbed yourself. Oh man, that looks bad.
0: You fell all the way off that ladder. <laughs> <laughs> That's sideways. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna go get friends to look at this. <laughs> uh, gotta go, and, gotta and, go. And bye like, bye.
1: And like an ambulance at the end, you're like, man, this bird costs so much money, and I
2: don't know why. <laughs> All I paid for was an incredibly loud noise. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, let's, uh, Jason. You have a, uh, a question that does not involve animals as police
1: or or insulting yeah. broad swaths of society. We love firefighters. Love you, firefighters. <laughs>
0: Uh, here's
2: another animal question from Juan Roberto J.R. Wilborn. Just an implausible name, but it's a good name. Which campus is most likely to be infiltrated by a live, wild version of its mascot? This is pretty interesting here. Uh, and I, I feel like the, the one that leaps
0: to mind is, is, is Florida um, because Florida has gators. No, yeah, no. Gators on, do what on, they please. On, on, and on campus. Florida has gators mm-hmm. on campus. So, well, in, a way, in fact, he's already, yeah, he, it's already happened there.
1: And you should like when you say on campus, you don't mean like a Mike the Tiger setup.
0: No, no, no. I I mean free
2: free range. Yeah, Yeah. I think this means we have we have a problem. Right, we have a gator infestation. Yeah, I would like to see this happen in Georgia. Just Just like herd of bulldogs like
0: sleeping in a pile. There are places where can't get rid of them. There there are are places where it would be legit problematic, like uh, like Georgia Tech. Like, if there were yellow jackets everywhere at Bees. the beach, it would be a real unpleasant environment. Well, it could, like, people go outside there? I mean, like, they go outside anyway. I don't know if it would change a lot. Most Georgia Tech students spend a good deal of time indoors. Oh, Richmond. So ugh, ugh. <laughs> that's a That's a bad one. Cal. Cal or Baylor, either one. And, of course, TCU. Right, you know, that's kind of charming.
1: Y- you just, say that, but they get everywhere.
0: And yeah, they spray, they, they, they spray they, their they, hot blood. Yeah, yeah, that'd be uh, that'd
2: be sort of unpleasant after a while. Well, you'd be stepping well, on them. The Scariest one might be the Idaho Vandals, because like <laughs> you're being overrun <laughs> sure. by like a horde of people who took on the Romans or
0: whatever, some, and you don't even have a whole stadium. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you can't talk to them. They speak some weird proto-German, swinging axes all over the place, Maybe painted not. purple and wandering through your forests. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of like Boise that Blue.
1: Now no, I'll, I'll, it's Wake Forest.
0: Yeah, just a uh, just, just a like bunch of
2: creepy, creepy, weird guy from church <laughs> everywhere. How anyway. long? Is the... Like just the guy who's way too excited about working the lock in. How long
1: is the deacon staying in our house forever?
0: Forever. <laughs> <laughs> he watch. He will watch you every day.
1: God damn it! Uh, okay, do we have to watch NCIS?
0: Yes. <laughs> he loves it. I think the best one would be Vanderbilt because the Commodore would just be wandering around oh ga- gaily pouring brandies for everybody.
1: He would talk like, shit about your furniture, but no, that's the thinking, worst thinking,
2: that happens. I was thinking the, the, uh, the, the 70s, 80s music group.
1: Oh, you oh, think it, so you Vandy's think campus is
2: just a just a sm- delight just to listen to just until sm- about 10 years later when one of them goes solo
0: and sells out. One, yeah, then you just got to like deal with it. Just play Night Train again.
1: Two, three times, I'm Vandy.
0: <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah, the the other one would be the terrapins. Terrapins, because you just end up kicking <laughs> the turtles out of the way. They're kind of useless animals. I think you end up stepping on them
2: like uh, lily pads, like your Super Mario.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> bang, 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 <laughs> bang. Uh, a couple of more that I just have to mention. Colorados would be horrifying. Oh, God, get out of there. Oh, yeah, leave. Because they just, just stare at you. They just stare at you, and then they would headbutt the living shit out of you. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen that fantastic home video from the 1980s of someone's dad getting too close to one, and getting booted like ten and ten feet in the air, a home video classic. Yeah, they don't mess around. You, you really do not want to mess with them at all. Um, it would also be terrifying to be on campus with the Miami Hurricanes.
1: Yeah, but you've you've lived that. It's fine. That's yeah, just Go. weather.
0: I mean, no. It's just like every tenth one is real bad.
1: That's the pro- That's what I'm saying. Is like most of them, much like Miami, just gonna <laughs> swing past. It's not gonna yeah. do much.
0: Tigers, they sleep. They sleep most of the day. Honestly, like people are like, "Ooh, tigers would be real bad." I'm like, "Ah, it depends on the time of day. As long
1: as you keep them fed, it's fine." Exactly. With, With, you, you know,
0: know <laughs> people or whatever. You don't have to be the fastest person. You just have to be faster than. The next person, yeah. and you'll be fine. And then the other one, which I think would be really annoying, would be Virginia Tech because the din of so many turkeys in a single place would just the odor be, as well. The odor and din of all of those turkeys in one place would just be unbearable.
2: I'm also gonna bring up the Kansas Jayhawks because it's not a real animal. Nope. And it it would either be you'd either be you know totally spinning the genetic. Uh, lottery wheel and getting you might get some gigantic scary mean bird, you know, or you might get a nice little cute bird or whatever. Or you could just get, you know, the, the
0: problematic racist soldier stuff. You know which one I don't think changes at all? Brutus Buckeye. A whole campus full of Brutus Buckeyes would be no different than hanging out at Just Iowa. dudes with <laughs> big heads wearing receiver gloves. Hey man, <laughs> Pounding their chests.
1: Hey man, this fitted doesn't, doesn't really fit, but I don't care.
0: Yeah, you want a bud light? I have 23 of them in this box.
1: I only wear Ohio State shit.
0: So this Ohio is a- State is already infiltrated by a wild version of its mascot. This is
1: my mom's funeral. You should have worn something nicer. Fuck you, man. Go bucks. Fuck.
0: I gotta live. I gotta, go to, I gotta go to the tanning parlor later. <laughs> Fuck you. These are <laughs> pro combats. <laughs> How's that different? Some dude with a big head and huge eyes and un- unfixed gaze. just mm. Something different than hanging out with most Ohio State fans.
1: Who doesn't know how to love. I feel like
0: Brutus is one of the mascots most likely to, like, pound his
2: chest and point at you while nodding. Like he's, like, a a hype man at a music show.
1: I'm calling you out! Get in the cypher!
0: (laughs) Can I give you the most (laughs) festive one? Like, seriously, the most festive one. Mm -hmm. Hawaii? No, a delightful time. I mean, Hawaii would be pretty good. But Petey the pirate? Oh. For, Yeah. yeah, yeah, the, like, live mascot, you know, who's, like, ripped. It'd be like hanging out at like a really cool gay bar. Or
1: going the to whole a, time. Or going to a Tampa Bay Bucks game.
0: Or well, let's hope it'd be the <laughs> which, first and which, not the second.
1: If Tampa Bay Bucks games were a really cool gay bar, I would be a Bucks fan again.
0: Wait, wait, dude, they'd be the most popular team in the NFL. It'd be like, listen, I ain't gay, but that gay bar the Bucks run.
1: <laughs> it's amazing.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. Have you been to the hot gay bar the Bucks?
1: I love the Tampa gay Buccaneers.
0: They do. The drinks are so cheap. They're so cheap, and the music, is pumping. I mean, not normally my thing, but it is pumping, dude. <laughs> this
1: is the Ohio State fan at a Bucks game, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's <laughs> loving it. That guy fan. would love it.
2: Go Bucsize! <laughs> as long as you did not tell him where he was, he would love it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That was, a pretty, that was a pretty dang good question there. Do we want to look at week three at all? Because, I mean, there is so much to cover that it's almost uncoverable. There is a a huge amount of football, some of which would have been good five years ago some of which is probably still going to be pretty good. Uh, when I think about the game that would have been good, you know, like four or five years ago, Auburn LSU comes to mind. Mm. Uh, the game that might be really interesting, Florida, Kentucky, because that might be a 28-year win streak snapped.
1: That's most of my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, the last time I believe they won was, uh, let's see, 1988, 87, 87.
1: Yeah, I was four. Although those four years were awesome. Everything since then shit.
0: Yeah. But uh, exactly. So maybe this is going to reboot your life. (laughs) We're going to turn (laughs) things around. (laughs) We're going to turn things around by Kentucky entering a dominant period against Florida.
1: It's been a great night to drink. Thanks, guys.
0: Miserable one night of the year, but 364 nights. It's just been magic since Kentucky's taken over. (laughs) Um, What sticks out to you this week, Jason, if you're looking at a game that you're like, okay, I'm fascinated by that. I'm going to watch it.
2: Uh, I'm putting in for uh, Georgia Tech Notre Dame. Because not only are these two, I think at this point we could say, two potential playoff teams, despite Notre Dame losing Malik Zaire, they still seem to have a pretty good quarterback. And they have a a, a lot of good players who are all hurt. But uh, maybe they won't be hurt for much more. Um, And also you have the subtext of of Paul Johnson does not like Brian Van Gorder, Notre Dame's defensive coordinator, due to uh, Van Gorder when he was the head coach of Georgia Southern trashing – Paul Johnson's beloved offense, saying he could do better than going three and eight, getting and and getting run out of town. After so a year, after after one, one year. year, so there's deep, deep animosity here. And you know, if you read anything about Johnson, you know that all animosity is deep with
0: him. So <laughs> if if Tech gets the chance, this will get disgusting. I know. I actually, I actually think Georgia Tech is going to flatten them. Like i, I think, mean it's, i, think it's I, good, I uh, van
2: gorder having observed him with his work with the Atlanta Falcons and elsewhere, I am not confident in his <laughs> ability to scheme against uh, an innovative offense which yes georgia Tech's offense is is ancient in its origins, but it's also extremely innovative and hard to defend and you know you got to be creative and you can't just trot out the stuff you'd use against some west coast passing thing. I am not confident in him here <laughs> i mean if if Notre Dame wins it's uh you know, it's it's due to other things. I just – Tech's going to put up some points, and, and I, Paul I will Johnson th- will enjoy all of them.
0: I will say this. Notre Dame has an advantage and a disadvantage. Their advantage is that they do actually play a triple option team every single year. They do, which if this were a team coming in completely cold on it who didn't face them as part of like a semi-regular rotation um, – I'd be a little more concerned.
1: That said, they frequently struggle with that triple option.
0: That's the the disadvantage. (laughs) They frequently, you've read my mind. They frequently struggle with that. Navy typically puts up a good chunk of yards on them. And the talent you're going to see at Georgia Tech is a step above what you're going to see at Navy. Additionally, Their coach is meaner. I think Jason has a – like the guy who's going to be like, do we pull up? No, there will be no pulling up. If Paul Johnson can run this machine for four quarters, he will. And if that happens and Notre Dame's injuries add up like we think they could add up, then this could be bad. And by the way, I think it's an illusory kind of bad because I don't think this Notre Dame team, if they lose this game badly, will be a bad team. I just think this is a terrible matchup for them right now.
2: So Van Gorder last year – Against Navy, how many points did Notre Dame give up? I anyone, do not Anyone want to guess? I will guess 37. Higher? A I'll little higher. I guess
1: 45.
2: 39. Okay. Uh, and that is against a team with a weight cap of basically 280 pounds who basically can't recruit anyone above two stars. Uh, now we're talking about a tech team that's highly experienced on both sides. Has a t- you know a really a really athletic quarterback and all
0: that stuff. <laughs> Still mostly two stars.
2: <laughs> sure, sure, granted, granted, granted.
0: <laughs> Still not much bigger than two eighty, but you know eh. it's a bad it's a bad matchup. I don't think this is like even Notre Dame loses this game badly. People are going to think they suck, and I don't think that's accurate. This is just not good timing, and it is not the right f- – it's a bad in so many different ways. I'll the say game. if Notre Dame wins, I'll be really impressed.
1: Ty Hildenbrandt is, like, scratching off the first layer of his skin right now.
2: Yep. He, he knows Again. we're talking about this. Again. <laughs> he's, a he's, fan. Also, he's, and he's also, also, a Penn State he's also fan. recording oh. every minute of oh, this. don't do yeah. this.
0: For his own use. Yeah, don't he's also this. a Penn State fan, so there's no skin left, basically. He's an anatomy model. Just walking around in a suit of muscle. But uh, Ryan looks refreshing. Ryan, what uh, what sticks out at you when you're looking? At, okay, I'm going to watch that game.
1: Do you want me to give you a good answer or, or one of my trademark
0: dumb answers? No, I want you to give one from the heart, one which, from means, the heart? which means your, which means your dumb answer. All right, I'll do it. You're going to be mad at me. Okay, UConn at Missouri. Oh man, you! I thought I had pegged. <laughs> I thought. Oh, he's going to pick Texas Tech at Arkansas. But no, damn, no, Missouri.
1: UConn at Missouri.
0: This like, is the game, this is the game Missouri loses before winning the SEC East, isn't it?
1: It, it has that potential.
0: <laughs> never know when that's gonna strike.
1: It never. also it also has the potential to be the game where Matty Mock gets benched. Because yeah. there, there are a lot there are a lot of Missouri fans who want to see Drew Locke. They are tired of Matty Mock. And if like let me put it this way I'm not I don't think Yukon will win this game. Could UConn keep this game within six points at halftime? Maybe. And if that happens, oh, oh boy, it's gonna be fun. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that game has. I predict that for future SEC East champion Missouri loses that game.
1: Ooh, that's just. Uh, but if I have to give a more a more real answer, I will say Cal at Texas.
0: Yeah, that was the one I thought you were gonna pick actually.
1: Because because we've we've talked last week about Texas's offensive coordinator uh, carousel, except everybody gets to stay on. Uh, Cal is looking very good on offense to start the year. Granted, they haven't played much of anybody. Texas has not been very good on defense. And Vance Bedford is also kind of quietly uh, in a bad position right now. Uh, It's possible Cal lights Texas
2: on fucking fire.
0: Entirely possible. It's also possible
2: that Cal's defense looks pretty good. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I and I will say this as much as we've talked about how Steve Patterson getting fired is not Charlie has nothing to do with Charlie Strong and the job he's
0: doing. If a Cal goes out
1: there and beats Texas by four touchdowns,
0: I mean I don't think this is I, I mean I think this is not Route sixty six waiting to happen again. This is not uh, this is not Cade Mcnown rolling into town.
1: Yeah, but, you, I understand that you say that, but think of the teams that have lit up Texas in years past. Teams uh, that were uh, not expected to do so.
0: Y- yep, yeah. I BYU. BYU. <laughs> and this is, by the way, this this may be Jared Goff might be, if you look down the list of people who they're going to face, Jared Goff might be the best quarterback Texas faces all year. Like look down that case. Yeah, look look down the list. and I, I think you can make that case in more than the just you could say crazy things mode no no no.
2: i mean you know baylor's guy i don't think we even know his name yet haven't needed needed to learn it uh trevon boykin hasn't looked excellent so far baker mayfield's pretty up and down
0: yeah let me kansas state surely has a quarterback since we since we've covered these other games let me give you two to look at uh the actual marquee game that you that like teams people know about old miss at alabama because old miss is on fire offensively right now Against bad competition. But as I always point out, if you're half as good, <laughs> if you're scoring 70 points, you're still putting up over 30, okay? Significantly over 30 in a game which could be, um, I think, a real interesting table setter for the SEC West because Bama is not settled on quarterback in the least at all. No. And they've been playing extremely conservative ball in the passing game, mostly because they can. And without getting Derrick Henry over 20 carries, they've been mauling people. That's not going to happen with Ole Miss, especially with their defense being able to do the things that it has done already in past years against Alabama. So there's your your interesting SEC West table setter. But that, of course, is not what I am interested in. No, 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 no. I am interested in a game which will, I think, will finally road test, like properly road test uh a team that has skated high in the polls on the basis of their brilliant young quarterback and past success over the last couple of years—that would be BYU at UCLA. I
1: don't. I honestly don't know which team that is that you're describing
0: because <laughs> yeah, no, it you, could be either. It could be either, but but UCLA has not really. I mean, are we going to count Virginia? Are we going to start counting Virginia as your noble loss? Everyone's noble loss. I don't want to do that. I'd rather just take a look at this because BYU, if you haven't seen them, by the way, if you want to see if you can literally get hit in the balls and still win a game, schedule BYU. (laughs) Don't schedule BYU. (laughs) It's my (laughs) advice. They're dirty
2: as hell. It's
1: just planning. They punch you in the balls, and that way you can't jump as high when they throw a Hail Mary at the end of the game.
2: Oh, okay. Brilliant. It's all, set <laughs> all piece-by-piece setup. They're all they're all they're they're putting together their heists, like in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> but if you, if you just You take... gotta
0: run the nut mission. <laughs> if you just yeah, run the nut.
1: <laughs> Why do I just gotta use this RC plane? God damn it.
0: You can play the mission two ways. You can punch them in the nuts, or you can get into a brawl at the end of the game, which do you choose to do. <laughs>
1: Is there stealth? No.
0: No, there's, <laughs> there's no stuff with BYU still. football. <laughs> An extremely physical and extremely nasty team who will be coming to UCLA to punch Josh Rosen in the nuts. What time is this? Kick? Oh God, 10:30? <laughs> yeah, I was I
1: gonna, to, Dude,
0: there's gonna, gonna be. A, was, if th- this was, th- was like, like seven
2: be, o'clock or something like that, I'd say ah, the BYU thing's finally done. That was fun, is, but this is
0: a Jim Mora team playing one of the dirtiest BYU teams in years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What makes you, what makes you think there is not going to be a fight in this game?
1: Might be involving Jim Mora.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing head coaches go at it here. Sure, this is... What, you want to fight a man named Bronco? I don't. <laughs> but you can try Jim Mora. <laughs> I mean, Jim Mora kind of tried to fight Bill Snyder. He's, is, he's down.
1: This is how I show the Seahawks I deserve that job.
0: <laughs> Watch me, Dad! <laughs> one, one last game I would like to mention, too. That would be a game where, where I think results may be misleading, yet entertaining. And that would be Texas Tech at Arkansas. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because your comeback game happens against an offense, which is against air, admittedly, throwing real well. Beat the hell out of UTEP. Which, I know, beat the hell out of UTEP. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. wait. Both these teams beat the hell out of UTEP. (laughs) So we'll see who we'll see who really beat the hell out of Utep. See who
2: really let Utep have it. Why don't we just ask Utep? Winner gets
0: yeah.
1: Utep.
2: We <laughs> don't even have to play this game. <laughs> see what the miners think.
1: Which felt worse.
2: <laughs> which which, which sucked more?
1: It's it's the it's the college football equivalent of an eye test. Which one of these looks better, this or this?
2: Which we which, which was worse? Um, your you know your your legs after chasing those Texas Tech guys, or like your faces after Arkansas punched it?
1: Can can I bring up one game that we should ignore altogether? In yes. South Carolina at Georgia. Like mm. Georgia fans are already freaking all Spurrier. He always gets us. He just he just laid down against Kentucky, so it'll look even worse. When he beats his, like South Carolina's garbage. George is gonna win that game by seventeen points.
2: Hmm. Uh
1: I'm not even saying this to be like to do some shitty jinx shit.
2: No, I mean if you actually look at how Georgia scored his points against Vandy.
1: I understand that, but South Carolina probably shouldn't have beat UNC. And yeah. Did not. Yeah, but Georgia should have
2: beat Vandy by like three points.
1: I'll, that's fine. Okay. I just uh, uh, no. They're not going to lose. They're not going to lose to to USC.
0: If you would like to see the death of quarterback play, tune in Ooh. and watch this game. Because not
2: only are these teams as they were before, uh, Connor Mitch is now hurt as well.
1: Um, are we? If we're done with previews, I do. I do have one one I- news item I want to bring up. It's not really news.
0: Yeah, we can we can close on this, sure. Okay.
1: Um, the Saint Petersburg Bowl still doesn't have a sponsor.
0: Did we look into how much a sponsor costs?
1: We have we haven't not not technically. I do know uh, that the payout for the game, according to uh, co- the college football poll site, is only five hundred thousand dollars. So that suggests to me that the we could probably get this for what fifty grand. Because we're not we're not going to give that payout.
2: Is
0: that how it works? I uh, seem to remember that the actual naming rights for this game were up for about 80
1: eighty grand C- do you think let me ask you this Could we kickstarter it and how much do you think we could get? the shutdown forecast Bowl in St. Petersburg, Florida?
0: I think we could probably get three thousand dollars.
2: Isn't that going to be pretty bad for our brand though? It'd not, be r-
1: it'd not, be real Not if we get to do the coin flip.
2: I'm not stepping on that field.
1: I will.
0: <laughs> That's a super fun site.
1: As as I told Spencer, we're we're not that far away from a game works.
0: <laughs> Gonna get that Dave and Buster seal of <laughs> approval yet, Tampa?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, so I'm just saying, like it's early still. Maybe it will. Maybe it will get a sponsor somewhere. Former Magic Jack, former Beef Brady's Bowl, former Bitcoin <gasps> Boy. Does
0: this Nicole's mean we? D- does this mean we? Does this mean we get the on-air commercial that every sponsor gets? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: <gasps> you're, think- oh you're thinking about it now, aren't you? The Verge had a Super Bowl commercial. We can sure as shit get the St. Petersburg Bowl.
0: Oh my god! Can we just can we just make it that Dana Holgerson cat lab <laughs> video of him grabbing his crotch <laughs> for thirty seconds straight, broadcast to every home in America watching this <laughs> quarter game?
2: I wonder if they'd give us a break if we took on some of their Bitcoin losses, because I'm sure the Bitcoin people paid them in Bitcoin, and <laughs> like, uh, I, that's probably hurting them right now. We
1: don't now. know how to use these.
2: Y'all it's, ever tried to use Bitcoin? It's this, amazing, man. Is this
1: like Warcraft money? I don't get
2: it. I, I, I spent like half an hour once trying to figure out just how to use it, like...
0: And and didn't get anywhere. I went and, a, and I got a box of heroin at my doorstep four days later. <laughs> so someone assassinated my neighbor. I so went, what I'm what I'm saying I, is that it all worked out.
1: I went to the happy mask shop and they only take rupees. So
2: I just clicked a bunch of stuff and they named a bowl game
0: after me.
1: Just saying, we should we should consider the possibility of sponsoring this bowl game.
0: Oh, okay, we can do that. It's just so eighty thousand dollars. Mail it to me. We'll make it happen.
1: Sweet.